0: 1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise, and welcome to our very special Veterans Day show. We celebrate Veterans Day every single year. It's one of the most important things that we can do in this country. Uh, In my family, there are veterans we're privileged to have with us several veterans on our show this morning and stay tuned. We've got a lot of things to talk to you about, talk to you about events taking place, parades, what you can do to celebrate, information about the new Vietnam Wall that's coming to Fall River, Massachusetts, and we're going to talk a little bit about veterans benefits as well. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce some people who are here with us this morning. First of all, attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny.
1: Good morning, everyone. Happy Veterans Day.
0: And Tenny is a certified veteran specialist. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, She has been for quite a number of years. Uh, Next to Tenny, we have Justin Latini. Good morning, Justin. Hey, good morning. And, Justin, I'm not sure if this is appropriate, if you would allow me to say this, but you are the driving force behind bringing the Vietnam Wall recreation to the city of fall river massachusetts we've got a lot we want to talk about on that today
2: well thank you but i'm one of one of the uh, directors i'm the fundraising chair for that uh, project
0: you're i know there is a, a large committee and they've done amazing things we're going to talk about that in some detail but i'd like to also mention that uh justin is a navy veteran you served in the navy from 1971 to 1974 but you also served aboard nuclear submarines, uh, both the uh, fast attack and ballistic submarines, and you served both in the Atlantic and the Pacific fleets. That's
2: correct, and uh, I'd like to also welcome all you uh, Vietnam veterans home.
0: Yes. We've got a lot to say about that, and i get a lot of quotations about that today. I'd also like to welcome Mr. Brad Fish, Bradford Fish, Marine Corps uh, veteran, and uh, Brad is currently the veteran service officer for the town of Fairhaven. And congratulations on that. And before that, you were the veteran service officer in the town of Westport.
3: I was, thank you.
0: And you've done a lot of other things that we're going to talk about. So besides serving in the Marine Corps from 1981 to 1986, you were a helicopter crew chief. I had a chance to ride on uh, Marine Corps helicopters a few times, and it was always an interesting experience. And I'm glad there were people like you that helped take care of the helicopters.
3: <laughs> and it was our pleasure. Yes. <laughs> One of the best jobs I ever had for 23 years.
0: And then after that, you also served in the Army National Guard, again, as a helicopter crew chief. So thank you, uh, brothers. You know, thank I'm, you. I'm
1: always so uh, impressed, I guess is the word, to know of all these people who live amongst us. We don't know their backgrounds. We're so grateful to them. Um, very proud to have them in our area.
0: Now we just had a gentleman in Westport, I'm not going to mention his name on the radio, um, but he died recently and he served proudly in the military as well. So there are many, many quiet people. And I'd like to mention as well that in my family, I'm very proud of my own family history because my grandfather served in World War I in the Marine Corps and he fought in France in the trenches against the Germans. Uh, He was wounded. He received the Purple Heart. And then my father went in. I can't remember if he was 16 or 17, but they fudged his age in any event. And he went in very young. And my dad served in both World War II. He made at least three assault wave amphibious landings, which is pretty impressive. You know, that's when they hit the beaches and the the boats dropped their, their front gates and so forth. Of course, all the navy people who are driving these boats are fully exposed, or pretty much fully exposed. And uh, he also served later in Korea, and he received the Purple Heart. He served 20 years and retired as a first sergeant. So then I grew up with a first sergeant for a father. And if you think <laughs> I love that? Was, that. <laughs> if you think that was fun?
1: <laughs> Tough boyhood.
0: Yep. Yeah. And uh, he had a way of just looking at you, and you just immediately looked down. <laughs> All you have to do is just look at you. <laughs> um, but, um, and then I served in the Marine Corps Reserves for six years while I was going through college and law school. And then uh, Tenny and my son Peter also served in the Marine Corps Reserves while he was going through school. And I was actually out just before my unit was activated to Vietnam. Oh. So I did not get activated, and I did not go to Vietnam. But still I'm proud of my service, and I'm proud of our family heritage. So today we want to talk about a lot of things. We want to talk about um, the fact that uh, the 11th of November is Veterans Day. And, Brad, what's the day before uh, Veterans Day, November 10th?
3: Well, I would believe that would be the United States Marine Corps birthday.
0: You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and we celebrate that, so happy birthday. Happy birthday, right. Uh,
2: and from the Navy, you know, which you guys are part of, uh, we... We would like to say happy birthday. We are part of the Navy.
3: We are the men's department, but we are part of the Navy.
0: (laughs) Thank you for that good reminder. But I always always, uh, tell people that the Marines have always been a part of the Navy. And um, so we're going to talk about a number of things today. We're going to talk about events. We're going to talk about uh, the Vietnam Wall that's being recreated in Fall River. And I think that's going to be amazing when that comes into the city of Fall River.
2: Next year at this time, uh, you'll be able to go down and visit the wall. It's mm-hmm. permanent. It'll be there. Um, and uh, any day of the week, any time of the day, you'll be able to come and visit the wall.
1: What will be the scale of the wall in Fall River?
2: It's an 80% scale, so there's uh, it'll be 360 feet long. It will have the 140 panels, which are the 58,318, I believe, names on the wall. And, and the panels
0: are already here, aren't they? They
2: arrived two weeks ago. Uh, we put, because of the being arrived later in the f- year in the fall, we've decided to do a ceremony in the summer. But they've been put now in there secured in, in a uh, secure uh, storage facility. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll remain there until we're ready to bring them over to the, um, the wall.
0: Well, it's, it's a very important event. I think when that happens that you and your committee and I think Everybody in our area is going to be very proud because there are not going to be a lot of these permanent installations, are there?
2: Uh, There's only three in the country at 80% scale, Uh, Utah, Oklahoma, and Kentucky. So we're the fourth 80% scale permanent wall, and we look at it as a regional wall, not a Massachusetts wall, but it's pretty much a
0: regional wall. Mm -hmm. Um, I have visited the Vietnam Wall Memorial in Washington, D.C., And I also had the opportunity to see the moving wall when it came to um, UMass Dartmouth a few years back. Um, But no matter when you see it, it's, it's a very emotional thing just to see all those names on the wall and um, how many names will be on that approximately? I, I think there are at least fifty-eight thousand. Believe fifty-eight
2: thousand. I think the last count was three eighteen. Okay. And there is a little over eleven 1, hundred and fifty from Massachusetts, and I know there are two hundred and eleven uh, from Rhode Island on the wall.
0: Well, um, I'm going to give you my first quotation today, which does relate to this a little bit, and that's from uh, William Westmoreland, uh, General Westmoreland. He said, when the soldiers came home from Vietnam, there were no parades, no celebrations. So they built the Vietnam Memorial for themselves. And that's uh, pretty impressive when you think about that. And it was a tough time politically, wasn't it? Yeah, when you uh,
2: you came home, you were basically told, don't travel in uniform. Uh, So most of us came home in our civilian clothes. We took our uniforms, left them in the sea bags, or packed them away, and just went to work. And that was it.
0: And th- it was a tough time because politically the country was very divided. Um, I think we've certainly moved well beyond that since then. But what we always have to remember is that the people who served and the people who died and the people whose names are inscribed on the Vietnam Wall, they didn't necessarily ask to be there. They didn't, they were not involved in the politics of the fight and what went behind it. But they went, they served, and they died
2: and there's some uh, myths a little bit about that, that uh, yeah, there are two-thirds of those who uh, died in Vietnam were actually volunteers. Only a third were, were draftees. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we always say that they gave their life uh, for our freedom, but in reality, they were, their lives were taken from us. Mm-hmm. And out of those 58,000, 33,000 were 18 years of age. So we lost a generation of, of young, young, young people.
0: That's an incredible statistic. I remember talking about that before. 33,000 of the 58,000 who died in Vietnam were age 18.
2: Yeah, And I just recently, um, as we know, we've, we've, always, we've talked about this before, the youngest was 15, Dan Bullock, who had lied about his age, and he was 15. But recently I found a 62-year-old who mm-hmm. had died in Vietnam. And uh, you have to remember that uh, on the first day 997 were killed on their first day Wow. and almost 1,500 were killed on their last day of service in Vietnam
0: Wow, that's those are both uh, really compelling numbers also well on um, November 11th we are celebrating and um, remembering our veterans and not just veterans who died in the war but all veterans so on Memorial Day which is in May We celebrate specifically people who have died in battle and have died in wars. But Veterans Day is a little bit different, isn't it? It's a day when we remember every veteran who served, whether they served in combat or whether they didn't serve. Uh, Even if you didn't serve in combat, uh, you were ready to serve in combat if you had to. And we owe a, a huge debt to our veterans in this country. I also read recently, which really kind of surprised me, that Of our entire population, only 1% of our population typically serves in the military. So think about that ladies and gentlemen, 99% of the population has been supported militarily by 1% of the population. So we really owe a great debt of gratitude for everybody who has served in the military. And I don't,
2: don't want to, really, don't want to leave out those who served during peacetime. You know, we always talk about exactly. the combat vets and wartime veterans, but there yep. are so many veterans who served during peacetime. And at any time, that could have been, uh, you know, activated and we could have went into a conflict. So, mm-hmm. you know, those veterans out there uh, should be proud of their service also yep. because, you know, that's that, that threat of always uh, having to uh, respond, and as America has always responded to any threat, uh, it takes the men and women now. Mm-hmm. who are uh, serving to do that for us.
0: Well, what we do in our office, Tenney, is we always say thank you to veterans. doesn't matter what branch of the military you served in. And obviously, uh, Brad, you and I served in the Marine Corps, so uh, we have a special pride for having served in the Marines because, hell, the Marines think they're the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we are, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've had people who've... I can't tell you how many times half a dozen a dozen times saying well i thought about going in the marines but i wasn't quite sure so i went into the army and i said don't ever feel that way you served you know be proud of every branch of service you served in it
3: takes all five services to get the job done
0: yeah and um we'll come back to that in a minute because um there's uh, an interesting book that i'm reading right now which is uh, by jim mattis a Mad Dog Mattis, General Mattis, who served as Secretary of Defense for two years under uh, the Trump administration and then uh, decided to uh, leave the job on his own. But he wrote a book called Call Sign Chaos. It's an excellent book and he's describing an event really in just the first quarter of the book where they uh, went after ISIS and Al-Qaeda and he was in charge of mounting us In order to put that together, he had the Navy involved. He had a a Navy admiral that was actually ultimately in charge of this, Justin. And he designated uh, General Mattis to run the campaign. And they had to cross um, airspace uh, of foreign countries to do it. He got diplomats involved. The Air Force was heavily involved. And he personally met with Air Force general diplomats uh, and the Navy admiral, of course, It was a combination of service branches that put together his raids that went in very unexpectedly. So great leadership, but good book, Call Sign Chaos. Let's come back and talk for just a minute about um, the important day of uh, Veterans Day. Um, And I'm going to ask a question that somewhat relates more to Memorial Day, but not one of you must know this in this room. in which war in this country did we have the most military deaths? Dump, dump, dump,
1: Probably dump, World War One, yeah,
2: Civil War.
0: Civil War, just Americans is on oh. Americans. Right. Yep. Yeah. So the most deaths that ever occurred in war in this country was the Civil War. Six hundred and fifty-five thousand people killed in the Civil War. World War One was one hundred and sixteen thousand. World War Two was four hundred and five thousand. The Korean War was. 36,500 and the Vietnam War of course was 58,200 and then Afghanistan was a little over 2,000 but a total of 1,273,000 Americans died in wars in this country so it's an unfortunate fact of life um, but today as we broadcast this show we're talking about um, Veterans Day and I'd like to mention very quickly Uh, Tenny, maybe you want to mention this. Here's some of the parades and events that are taking place. Take a few minutes to go out and go to a parade. Remember to salute when the American flag goes by. Or if you're wearing a hat, remember to take your hat off and put your hand over your heart when the flag goes by. We don't do that often enough.
1: And I always cry because I'm so proud of being an American and, and watching these people parade. The New Bedford Parade, 11 a.m., leaves Buttonwood Park and goes uh, all the way to Rockdale and Union Street. Um, The Fairhaven Parade leaves at 10 a.m. from the Oxford School to the Fairhaven High School. And then there is a ceremony in Westport at 10 a.m. at Beach Grove Cemetery. Uh, Dartmouth does not have any uh, parades, but I know the Dartmouth Band Marches in the New Bedford Parade. So any of you Dartmouth people who want to praise the Dartmouth band can do that also.
0: And all these events take place on Monday, November 11th, so take a few minutes out of your day if you're not working and you have the time to go and and view the parade and just remember what it was for. Justin, I need to come back now and ask you some questions about the Vietnam Wall. It's an 80% wall being recreated, in the city of Fall River, and where will it be?
2: It's, a, it's an 80% replica. It's a permanent wall. It will be located at Bicentennial Park. It's one mile north of Battleship Cove, and uh, our website is vietnammemorialwall.org. You can go up and see the architectural drawings uh, we've had done up. Uh, this project was a $1.5 million project. Mm-hmm. This past summer, we went over our million dollars, so okay. we're two-thirds of the way home and we've had several fundraisers uh, we've been running for the event we have a couple coming up um, if you'd like I could go over those yes please uh, Wednesday November 20th at Whites of Westport uh, six o'clock uh, uh, it's cocktail hour seven o'clock dinner and this is uh, we're going to unveil the Forgotten Heroes painting we've commissioned Brian Fox the artist and he has uh, done a portrait and we're going to reveal that at the uh, dinner, and we will be uh, selling those portrait prints. There is a limited amount of prints uh, for the uh, public. And then on November 23rd, up in the Halifax area, we are doing a comedy show and dinner on November 23rd, and tickets can be purchased at 781-293-2116, and that is the formerly the Montponset Inn, now Lakeside Villa. So, again, that's Saturday, November 23rd. And finally, uh, available on our website, for those wishing to buy a granite polished paver, these are the uh, memorial pavers that will be placed along the memorial. You'll be able to have your name on it as a veteran, or if a veteran's organization or city or town would like to purchase one,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. they can go to our website, VietnamMemorialWall.org, download the uh, form, and it's self-explanatory on how to send that in.
0: So it's simply Vietnam Memorial Wall. Vietnam Wall Memorial. Vietnam Memorial Wall dot org. Say it once again, because I Vietnam
2: it up. Memorial Wall all one word okay. dot org, and make sure you put the dog dot org, or you'll wind up on the national site. Okay, and uh, it's uh, we bought as, as previously stated, we bought the proprietary rights to build a wall here in Massachusetts, and by placing it in uh, Fall River, it's a fifty mile radius. So we now also have Rhode Island, but as I Said earlier, we're looking uh, as a regional wall,
0: but very importantly, you still need to raise some funds to pay for the rest of this, don't you? Correct, another
2: five hundred thousand.
0: And these fundraising events are uh, very important. How much are those bricks going to be selling for?
2: Uh, for individuals, they're one hundred and fifty. For cities, towns, or organizations, they're two hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. They're a, a polished uh, black granite brick, and they're silver lettering for individuals and gold for cities, towns, and uh, veterans organizations.
0: So that's really a great opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening today, to remember somebody who served in the military in your family and buy a brick that will be a permanent installation. Um, Brad, I want to ask you a question. Brad Fish, um, you're the Fairhaven Veterans Service Officer and you served in the Marine Corps. Have you ever had a chance to visit the Marine Corps Memorial in Quantico, Virginia? I have, Ray. I've uh, been down there on two other occasions.
3: Uh, actually, while I was passing through, after seeing both my boys graduate from Paris Island. Exciting. Uh, and it's a great thing. The museum down there is awesome. It's uh, worth the trip.
0: And it's worth the trip for anybody, whether you served in the Marine Corps or whether you didn't, or whether you had a family member in the Marines or not. It's it's an exciting Marine to see, exciting Marine Museum to see.
3: It is. They have a lot of interactive stuff in there, and it's, it's good for all ages. doesn't matter how old or how young you are.
0: You know what I discovered? um, I've been there twice, and Tenny's been there twice with me. Um, I was amazed the one time that I didn't go there, but I happened to be driving on Route 95, Interstate 95, and I was coming from the south going to the north, and all of a sudden you come around a curve, and you look up and you say, Well, I can't say those words on the air, but I said, holy something. (laughs) And it was amazing because the architecture of this building is designed with a peak that points up in the air and the flag off the end. And it's a total architectural recreation of the raising of the flag at Iwo Jima. And it gives you goosebumps when you see it. It's amazing.
3: It does. And it's amazing you can see it from 95 as you're driving.
0: So that was, I thought, very impressive. The museum itself is interesting. And the last time we were there, um, I actually joined the Marine Corps Foundation, and I bought and paid for two bricks, one for my grandfather and one for my father.
3: Yeah, I bought two for my boys, one for each of them, and uh, actually one of the guys I was in the Marine Corps with bought me a brick there. Hmm. So all three of us are at the uh, museum.
0: So uh, they're now installed. I haven't been there since they were installed, which I think was just sometime within the last year they actually put them in place
3: yeah april i was uh, at the museum and it was the first time i was there with both my sons and they could see their bricks Mm. so we're all there together so it was a it was a great moment
0: Yeah, it is well this is also a good fundraising opportunity for the uh, vietnam memorial wall Um, buy a brick for a family member or buy a brick for yourself and help support the funding and the the payment to create this wall this wall is going to be amazing when it's done
2: and remember, it uh, does not have to be a Vietnam veteran. It can be any veteran who has served at any time yep. uh, or are serving now.
0: Good reminder, very good reminder. So I want to mention something else that's happening on uh, Memorial Day on uh, Monday, tomorrow, on November 11th at 7 o'clock at the Zaitarian Theater. They're going to be showing the movie Good Morning Vietnam with Robin Williams. Um, I haven't seen that since it first came out. I don't know how many years ago, but it's a great movie. And it'll be on the big screen. So uh, it's fairly inexpensive to go. And I'm giving a little plug to the Zyterian Theater. So Monday, November 11th, Veterans Day, 7 o'clock, Zyterian Theater, uh, Good Morning Vietnam. And tickets are only $3. So it's not a bad take. That's a great price. Yep. So encourage people to go and do that. And I'm going to try to do that myself with Tenny. Would you like to go to that?
1: Yes, I know I have uh, a late client appointment that day, but um, I'll get there somehow.
0: Okay, that sounds good. Um, So, uh, Justin, let to come back again and talk about um, you have the plates already with all the names to be installed on the wall. Correct. And then... What, what's the manner of construction of the wall itself? Is it concrete? Right. What's what
2: will happen is uh, actually uh, in the next two, three weeks, we're going to take some trees down, and then in the spring, as soon as uh, the ground is ready, we're going to break ground, lay in the foundation for the wall, mm-hmm. and we'll build a concrete wall, and then that has to be finished off. And in between time, there's a lot of infrastructure. We're bringing in water, electrical, uh, our security, uh, lighting has to come in. And then we have a locking system for these panels so that the panels will be brought to the wall. And then this system will then be installed onto the wall so these panels will be permanently there. But if we need to remove a panel, the system allows us to take one panel or multi-panels off for Mm -hmm. repair or if there's damage or. And then um, the final will be the walkways will go in and then the pavers
0: will go along the uh, memorial then you'll have a dedication ceremony. Dedication
2: is sometime. We're, we're saying right now late October we'd like to go earlier, but it's up to the construction. But we're pretty much on target at this point. Good. So next and October we hope to have the dedication.
0: Tell us once again, uh, Justin, uh, Justin Latini, the uh, website that people can visit if they would like to figure out how to join the organization or make a contribution.
2: Right. It's vietnammemorialwall.org. And uh, we also have a, a mailing address if you want to send something in the mail. It's P.O. Box 4210, Fall River, Mass., 02723. And um, those are the two ways you can contact us.
0: And uh, we will have this information in our office at uh, Tony's office at Lancelot also. Uh, so if you didn't get a chance to write this down, you can always call the law office at and we'll have that information available for you. Just before we take a short break, I want to give you a quote from Robin Williams, who is the star in this movie, Good Morning Vietnam. A lot of vets like Good Morning Vietnam. I get great letters from guys. So that's nice to hear as well. He gets a lot of compliments on that. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk with uh, Brad Fish just for a few more minutes and Attorney Tenny Lance, and we're going to talk about some of the benefits that are available to veterans and why it's so important. And I know Justin, you've got some recent information on that. So if you are a veteran, if you have somebody in your family who is a veteran, if you are a widow or a spouse of a veteran, um, come right back. We're going to talk about some of these financial things. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Or should I say, good morning, Vietnam. (laughs) It's a great movie. If you have a chance to see that movie on um, Monday the 11th at 7 o'clock at the Zyterian for only $3, uh, take that in. So welcome back to Justin Latini and to Brad Fish. And welcome back to Attorney Tenny Lance. Thank you. I want to give a quotation, and then we're going to talk about some other financial benefits. This is from Tim Holden. But despite their heroic acts, the Vietnam Veterans of America continue to struggle to establish a combat badge in honor of these brave pilots and medics. So it's been a struggle. It's been an effort. And the recognition that exists in Washington um, is coming to Fall River. So Justin, I want to ask you just very quickly, Um, what are some of the other memorials that are in the park besides Uh, the Vietnam wall
2: yeah this is a this park is an amazing park Uh, we have the uh, Iwo Jima memorial or the World War II monument it's a 75% replica of the one in DC Mm -hmm. the gold star state monument Massachusetts state gold star monument is on the site and just recently in the last six weeks the Korean monument was dedicated and that is now complete So um, we will uh, complete ours next year. So there are four major uh,
0: memorials on the site. It's a very, very respectful thing to do. And Uh, go ahead, Tini.
1: I think I remember the origins of that state park. It was under the Dukakis administration. It was a uh, uh, state heritage park originally, is that
2: correct? I believe the name Um, was.
1: So that was back in the 1980s when the state park was begun. And I was
0: happily part of that administration. Brad, I must ask you some questions. Uh, you are the veteran service officer for the town of Fairhaven. Um, that must be a very gratifying position because you're able to help people get benefits that they're entitled to.
3: It's probably one of the best jobs that I've ever held. Mm-hmm. Uh, I retired from the Postal Service, the military, but this definitely is by far probably the best job I've ever
0: and by the way, before I forget it, I told you about my grandfather being a Marine. After he left the Marine Corps in World War One, he was in the Postal Service for <laughs> nice. something like 40 years.
3: I, I didn't do that. I mean, I did 32 and <laughs> ran out of there. But.
0: <laughs> um, so what, what are some of the benefits that people are entitled to? I know, Tenny, you do things like aid and attendance and help people with that. Um, uh, what that are some of the that's things? an
1: entirely different program than what I think uh, Brad will talk about. And. Okay. I think it's important that Brad talk about some of these state benefits that are available.
0: So there's both federal benefits and state right. benefits, right? There is.
3: And, and I do both. My main job is Chapter 115. Okay. Uh, it's a program the state of Massachusetts started in 1861 before the Civil War got started. They knew they were going to have uh, veterans who couldn't work anymore or spouses that no longer had a husband. So this program has been around for a long time. Uh, every town and city... of them have to have a VSO in every town or city.
0: VSO is a veteran service officer. Yes. Okay.
3: And some of them have gone to districts where there's one VSO and he takes care of four or five towns, small towns. But other than that, and what we can do is if if it's a couple, they have to make under $2,818 per month. Okay. And as long as they fall under those parameters, we can give them benefits. We can help with fuel assistance. We can help with their, reimburse them their Medicare Part B every month. We can uh, pay for shelter. Uh, we can pay for their Blue Cross Blue Shield every month. Reimburse them for that. For their medics. Uh, we reimburse for their prescriptions. We reimburse for dental. It's an amazing program. We can do so many things. We can reimburse for uh, ambulance rides. Doctor visits. So it's a, it's a pretty big program. Uh, and if you're a single veteran or a single spouse and you make under $2,081 a month, you can get into Chapter 115. Mm-hmm.
1: Could you mention that income level again?
3: The income level for one person is $2,081 per month of total income. And for two people, it's $2,818 per month. And for asset limits, you have to have less than 5000 in a savings checking uh, if you're single and if you're married, you have to have less than 10000 okay, for assets.
0: So, Tenny, how does that differ from aid and attendance? What is aid and attendance compared to some of the things that Brad is describing?
1: Uh, aid and attendance is a national veterans program that uh, is designed to do just what the name says. The vets are very literal. They, uh, this program provides aid and attendance to somebody who is disabled, And needs that help either at home or in a facility Um, it's it's a little it's a totally different program from what Brad is talking about Um, and for that you need certain qualifications as well Uh, but you could receive up to about two thousand dollars a month in assistance to have somebody be at your side if necessary to uh, watch over you or to get meals or do those sorts of things. So uh, we would be happy to talk with somebody. We've got brochures about this program if anybody would like to call our office. uh, Our office number is 508-998-8800. We have um, a little brochure called Your Guide to Veterans Benefits.
0: Which has on the front cover I would mention uh, a photograph of the Iwo Jima Memorial uh, statue. Um, so we, we honor all veterans don't we Brad?
3: We do, especially Marines.
0: I want <laughs> <laughs> to give you a quotation from Randy uh, Nugabeier. While only one day of the year is dedicated solely to honoring our veterans, Americans must never forget the sacrifices that many of our fellow countrymen have made to defend our country and protect our freedoms. So we do celebrate Veterans Day just one day a year. But Brad, let me come back to you again for talking about these benefits, and I know that you have to uh, leave our show a little bit early today. Um, When somebody has interest in learning more about benefits, um, they wouldn't just call you, obviously, unless they were a resident of Fairhaven, because every town has their own VSO or Veteran Service Officer.
3: That is correct. And we also, as Veteran Service Officers, We actually when we go to our training every year they actually train us for federal claims too Mm -hmm. so if it's a veteran out there i don't care if you've been a combat vet non-combat vet whatever you've done in the service you need to come in and see us because we do compensation claims so a lot of veterans they have issues with hearing especially no matter what you did in the military because you're on ranges shooting and uh like me flying for 23 years come in and see your VSO, your Veteran Service Officer, because mm-hmm. he can do all the paperwork to put you in for compensation.
0: Do you see older people sometimes who come in and say, well, I didn't really want to do this before because I didn't do very much, but somebody told me I should come in?
3: I have a lot of veterans that come to me, and I met a lot Sunday at the Lance Corporal Matthew Rodriguez run that we did in Fairhaven. Haven. Yes, I saw that. And a lot of these veterans come to me and go, well, I'm good, it's for the other guy. Mm -hmm. No, it's not for the other guy. It's for all veterans. Trust me. There's enough money to go around. There's enough benefits to go around. You're all veterans.
0: Right. So So my personal favorite story is my own brother who served in the Army uh, in Vietnam. He was in Saigon for much of the time. He was an MP. Um, But because he was in Saigon doesn't mean he didn't see action. He saw action. He saw death. He saw Agent Orange. I asked him about that. Well, he had a hearing loss. And he's only a few years younger than I am. And he went out and paid $6,000 for his own hearing aids out of his own pocket. And I said, Go down and get yourself tested, get yourself qualified. So currently he's now got 10% service related disability, not only for his ears, but he's got some heart issues and um, he's had heart ablations. And I said, Don't do it just for yourself, do it for your wife, do it for your spouse because there might be benefits that they're entitled to after your guns so right. if you're if you're sh- uh, you know shy about doing it for yourself do it for your family and it's important isn't it
2: absolutely and, and then i think uh, that's the sentiment of a lot of veterans though they
0: they'll say no i'm i'm good
2: i'm good let the younger guy or let this guy get the benefits and if you raised your hand and you took the oath you served then you deserve what you should get
0: yeah justin that's a good way to describe it You know something interesting I read, too, with the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan and the Middle East and so forth. We've been able to do something that we were not able to accomplish in prior uh, wars and prior uh, events. In the past, if somebody was badly wounded on the battlefield, they died. They couldn't be kept alive. Today we have the technology that we can keep people alive, patch them up quickly, medevac them out with helicopters and so forth, and get them to surgery right away. And so there are a lot more people who are surviving today than they did in the past, but guess what? Now they have disabilities and they have needs. So we have a higher percentage of veterans uh, today that have ongoing needs for the rest of their lives.
3: I've had veterans come in my office and say, I'm not a veteran. And I said, why aren't you a veteran? Well, I did four years in the army during Vietnam, but I was stationed in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they said, I'm not a veteran. I said, yes, you are. Well. My brother told me I wasn't because I didn't serve in Vietnam. No, you're a veteran. So it depends on who you talk to. My brother
1: was um, stationed in the Pentagon during, uh, I believe it was the Korean War. And uh, so he's able to get benefits now. He's able to get hearing aids and those sorts of things. And
0: he needs them just like Jenny. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But but what you just mentioned, Brad, we are talking with Brad Fish, um, who's the veteran service officer for the town of Fairhaven. Uh, there's something called the periods of war declared by the Veterans Administration. So if you served during World War II or Korea or Vietnam or the Gulf War, they have very specific dates. And it doesn't matter whether you are in combat in those areas. As long as you served during those periods, you're potentially eligible for benefits.
1: Just one day of service during wartime can make you eligible for aid and attendance or other benefits.
0: So, of course, I brought some quotations for Marines, but, uh, Justin, I brought some quotations for the Navy. (laughs) So, um, this is from John McCain. You all know who John McCain is. One of my personal heroes is John McCain. For much of my life, the Navy was the only world I knew. It is still the world I know best and love most. Nice Nice quotation from John McCain. And um, we don't think a lot about what the Navy does, but... This is a quotation from Chester Nimitz, Admiral Nimitz. It is the function of the Navy to carry the war to the enemy so that it is not fought on U.S. soil. Think about that one. So um, I have to give a couple of Marine Corps quotations, too, because uh, Brad's going to have to leave. Can so. we read those on the air? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Justin not wants not off them off the air is what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a quotation from Jim Mattis talking about his book. I don't lose... Any sleep at night over the potential for failure. I cannot even spell the word. Nice quotation. Yes, it is. And he also said, Jim Mattis, Engage your brain before you engage your weapon. He had some good stuff. But here's one of my favorites, especially for you, Brad Fish, Marine Corps veteran. This is from uh, General Alexander Vandegrift. Uh, he, He said this in testimony to the Senate Naval Affairs Committee. The bended knee is not a tradition of our core. Like that one? I do. I like that one, too. I do. There are a lot of good quotations over the years. But anyway, we won't go into just quotations. Um, I'm not sure uh, how much more time you have, Brad, but you have about five minutes. Okay. So we'll talk a little bit more. Um, how many people do you um, serve roughly right now in the town of Fairhaven for benefits and so forth?
3: In the town of Fay Haven, I have uh, actually 74 uh, clients on Chapter 115 at the moment,
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, which equates to about $40,000 a month that I dish out every month. That's why I love my job. It's a That's great a job. That's a really
1: good number for a relatively small town. It, and it I is. think it's much bigger than it ever used to be.
3: And we have actually 930 registered veterans in town, in the town of Fay Haven. How many? Nine hundred and thirty registered veterans in town. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, yep, it is a good amount.
0: Well, every every single one of those veterans can be proud of their service, can't they?
3: Yes, they can. And like I tell everybody, you signed on the dotted line to give your life for this country. It doesn't matter where the military sent you, but you did sign to give your life for this country.
1: And if you were to see Brad, you'd see that he proudly wears a shirt that has the town of Fairhaven symbol and then veteran service officer and uh, embroidered underneath it. It's beautiful.
0: Thank you. Well, I want to thank Brad for your service in the Marine Corps. And uh, I want to say happy birthday to you. And happy birthday to you, Ray. November 10th is the Marine Corps birthday. And I have to give you one more quotation. It's one of my favorites from Eleanor Roosevelt, First Lady of the United States.
3: My favorite quote.
0: The Marines I've seen around the world have the cleanest bodies, the filthiest minds, the highest morale, and the lowest morals of any group of animals I have ever seen. <laughs> Thank God for the United States Marine Corps. <laughs> <We're all. laughs> Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, well, we've saved some other quotations also. But did you have one more thing? You one more to say? thing that I uh, sure. actually got
3: an email on last week, uh, starting in January. Uh, this email says three more million. 3 million more service connected disabled veterans will be able to shop at on base commissaries and exchanges. Uh, Any veteran with a VA disability rating will be given again access to their local military bases, according to the Department of Defense. Veterans with a VA disability ratings of 0 to 90 percent will be allowed to access on base exchanges, commissaries, uh, morale, wellness, and recreation centers, the MWR facilities. So before this, it was only retired military that could use the bases, Mm -hmm. active duty military, or someone that's getting 100% compensation.
0: This is a very significant benefit. It is,
3: because now you've, to me, you're just bringing more money into the bases because now you're allowing these other veterans to use the facilities, so.
0: And by the way, when you renew your license, if you are a veteran, make sure you bring a copy of your DD-214 discharge form with you to the registry or to AAA office and have veteran put on your driver's license. There are all kinds of places like Lowe's and um, oh, some of the others that will give discounts. But this is really exciting news. If anybody wants a copy of this information about access to commissaries, uh, again, get in touch with Tenny. we we'll would be happy to mail a copy of this to you. Um, Brad, if you have a chance, if you think of it, maybe you can forward a copy of the email to our office. I can do that. right It would even yes. be uh, easier to do that. So Commissary Privileges, starting January 1st for um, more than 3 million service-connected disabled veterans. That's, that's very exciting. I'm going to send a copy of this to my brother as well. Absolutely. So, um, again, um, it, whenever you need to leave, go.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will. Thank you so much, Ray, for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, Anytime you need me on again, just let me know.
0: Well, your service is important, and what you still do in service is still important. So thank you, Brad.
3: Thank you, Ray. Justin? Very good. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Brad. Thank
0: you. And, Justin, the rest of this short hour remaining is for you, and we're going to talk about the Navy, and we're going to talk about the Vietnam Wall, Vietnam Memorial Wall.
2: Yes, the permanent Vietnam Wall here in um, Massachusetts. Uh, located at Bicentennial Park in Fall River, and uh, it's uh, 1082 Duvall Street uh, for those who want to find that. Uh, if you go down there uh, today on Veterans Day, you'll see a sign saying that this is the site of the coming Vietnam uh, Veterans Memorial Wall, and next year at this time, we hope that you'd have already visited our uh, beautiful wall that uh, will be opened up sometime in October.
0: If somebody just wants to write a check to contribute because you still have a half a million dollars to raise, how do they do that? How should they make the check payable, and where should they send it?
2: Uh, to the Vietnam Memorial Wall um, Committee. Um, you can send that to P.O. Box 4210, Fall River, Mass., 02723. If you do go to our website, org, you can... Uh, Donate right online. You'll receive a receipt because we are a 401c uh, organization. And that's something that uh, a lot of folks ask us is, uh, you know, are we an agency? Are we tied in with the city of Fall River? And we are a group of veterans and non-veterans that came together and and formed this corporation Mm -hmm. to build the wall. And once the wall is complete, we have, uh, have an agreement with the city of Fall River that we will then turn the wall over to them but we were going to retain the rights to maintain it and ensure that security, lighting, and the wall is maintained to our standards. Good, because uh, again, we're building our wall, and um, I've used the the slogan uh, "One donation at a time," and it's and that's how we're building it. Uh, the uh, as you know, I also belong to the Vietnam Veterans of America. Right and those were veterans Vietnam vets who came home and were really shunned by the other organizations and so in 1985 they petitioned Congress to have our own organization and our national logo is never again will one generation of veterans abandon another
0: and uh, you've been president of the local chapter haven't you
2: local uh, 207 I'm the president and I also sit on the State Council for Vietnam veterans we well, do
0: some really wonderful things, and it's much appreciated. As we said at the beginning of the hour, we don't do enough to remember our veterans and, you know, belatedly sometimes new programs come out like the ability to shop in commissaries for disabled veterans, for example. Um, that's that's a very important thing to do. It is, and
2: it brings veterans. It, it, it All veterans. I think all veterans should be able to shop there, but I know they have to put a limit on it. Sure. But um, it allows them to to uh, be able to go on a base and shop and feel that their their service counts. Mm -hmm. Ray, do
1: you have some information about um, Veterans Day free meals uh, that are being offered?
0: Oh, do you have that? Um, There are various restaurants. uh, You'll have to look locally for that. That will provide free meals on uh, Veterans Day to veterans. But it makes
1: me um, very happy and proud that – Many people, many organizations, many entities in this country are now recognizing veterans. I mean, we grew up in the Vietnam era, and uh, veterans were not praised at that point. It was pretty awful, and it's so good that that's changed.
0: It is, and um, one of the small things that we do in our office as well is every year we have a Toys for Tots box for the Marine Corps. Um, So if you want to bring an unwrapped toy or a new unwrapped toy, and new uh, article of clothing for a child, uh, bring it into our office at 352 Fonts Corner Road. It will go in the box. Last year, we were able to fill the box, I think, three times. They would That's come great. and take the whole box out and give us another empty box.
2: Well, you know what's amazing? I, I, I've had the privilege of working with this, uh, this group of uh, folks on this wall committee. And my job is to travel across the uh, state of Massachusetts and Rhode Island as the fundraising chair. but I have run into so many businesses where there's no sign saying veterans discounts, but I will ask, do you give a veteran discount? And they will say, let us check. And they come back and say, yeah, we want to give you a, a discount, mm-hmm. whether I'm buying lunch or whether I'm out shopping. And so many businesses, all you need to do is if you're a veteran and you have a veteran's card, whether it's your, right. your, 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 your DAV card, and you uh, you ask, you'd be surprised on the on the companies that do offer veterans discounts. Mm-hmm. Uh Places like Michael's um, you wouldn't think of or, uh, you know, Mm.
0: just so many. I mean,
2: we all think of Lowe's and Home Depot. I think Ocean State does. Yeah, Ocean State.
0: Which is why it's important to get that on your driver's license. Well, um, again, Justin Latini, I'd like to thank you very much for what you're doing. I think it's extremely important. Um, I think that everybody in our whole area is going to be very proud when they see the Vietnam Memorial Wall. And ladies and gentlemen, if you forget how to do this, you want to make a contribution, uh, get in touch with our office, and we'll make sure the check gets to the right place as well. And attend some of these wonderful events. Um, Most importantly, thank a vet and do something to thank a vet. And um, do something wonderful uh, to visit uh, one of the parades on Veterans Day as well. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again on the radio next week.